Hello, and welcome to the Faith and Football Podcast, where we discuss the intersection of our faith in the game of soccer. Tune in for insightful discussions and inspiring stories where the beautiful game meets spiritual reflection. Hey, everybody, welcome to the very first episode of the Faith and Football Podcast. My name is Rusty Bryant. I'm going to be your host, and I am joined alongside my co host, who is also my son, Logan Bryant. And we are really excited to jump on this journey of faith and football. Uh, with all of our listeners. And you probably recognize that football is spelled a little different in our uh, podcast artwork and in the title of our podcast because we are referring to what Americans would call soccer, but the rest of the world calls it football. That's a little weird, right, Logan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really weird. I also, <laughs> thought, I also thought you were going to pause and let me say hey. No, but, <laughs> but go hey. ahead. Say hey now. Hey, everybody. I'm Logan. Hey. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for introducing yourself, Logan. Nah, we're just rolling. We're rolling. And I knew that this particular episode was going to be more of you leading the way and talking. So I was like, let's just roll through this for a second and let's tell people what they're going to be expecting with the Faith and Football podcast. So mm-hmm. we've uh, we've discussed the fact that this is a, a podcast about soccer or football, as the rest of the world likes to say it. And uh, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be telling some inspiring stories of how uh, people and their lives and their faith intersect with uh, their football, with their soccer career, their coaching, whatever that might be. But really what we're trying to get out of this, and I think you've said this to me several times, Logan, and this was this was all Logan's brainchild. This is his idea. And one of the things that he kept telling me over and over was, I want to just inspire people to live out their faith, whatever their platform is. Is that a fair way of, yep. of saying that? Yep. So yeah, I think that we're just going to be giving some stories of faith and football, but hopefully it will inspire you wherever you are and whatever your platform is, whether that's your job, whether that's another sport, whether that's um, a hobby you have, no matter where you are, school, uh, that you're living out your faith. And so these stories, you're going to hear stories of uh, college coaches. You're going to hear stories of professional soccer players. You're going to hear uh, stories of former players, former coaches. You're going to hear professional coaches. We've got an incredible lineup, and I just think you're going to really enjoy hearing these stories and how these people use soccer as their platform to be able to share the gospel and live out their faith on a daily basis. Yeah, and I'm excited for it. I'm along for the ride. Um, but episode one, we actually get to focus on uh, my dad, also our host, and I'm really, really excited uh, just to have the story of um, what you've been able to build over the past, um, how long? A long time? 20, 20 years? <laughs> yes, 20. a long time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for pointing out that yeah. I'm an old dude. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, 1996. Yeah. So that's a long time. A long time. So I'll just say a long time. A long time. You've been building. Um, you're you're the math guy. Do oh some math goodness. real quick. That's okay, almost so that's, thirty years. That's twenty eight. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, twenty eight mm. years. That's crazy. Twenty eight okay. years. Twenty eight okay. years. You have been building what we know and love today as Bria Soccer Ministries, and um, the story of how Bria was started. I know very well, and I've heard it 
probably one too many times, but it's one of my favorite stories. You story. can't hear you it can't, too you many can't. times. That, that's fair. That's fair. You really can't because it is an incredible story. And um, I'm just going to ask you to tell it like the entire story. The so, entire story. We'll give the we'll give the Cliff Notes <laughs> the version cliff notes. though, uh, just so we can make sure that we that we hit some of the hot yeah. points. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you 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 will see here a lot of the guests um, that we'll have on here as far as interviews and stuff are going to be people that probably have some sort of an association affiliation with Bria, mm-hmm. either as a former player, former coach. They've got some sort of connection. It's not going to be all that way. Yeah. Um, we're going to get really creative with this, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you came to me and you said, hey, I think it's important that people actually know what Bria is because, you know, as this podcast grows, there's going to be people that will listen from all over the place and um, and hopefully they'll be inspired just by the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, like Logan was saying, uh, I was a, a senior in college and I played college soccer at Mississippi College. And during my senior year of college, I got a chance to go on a mission trip to Costa Rica. And this particular mission trip had had nothing to do with sports. In fact, it was almost the exact opposite because it was a choir. singing in a choir. <laughs> I was singing in a choir. So I went to Costa Rica, which is uh, football crazy, but I went to sing. So there's some irony there. But uh, so we went on this trip um, with our college choir from a local church that that I was a part of. And uh, there were about 45 college students that went. So it was a big old group. Um, Most of them were girls, which that I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to be, you know, talk about the whole gender thing right now, but I don't think that that's surprising that more girls went on a choir tour than boys. Yeah, definitely not. But there were only 11 boys. Oh, the perfect number. The perfect number. I didn't know that. Oh, yes. That's a big part of the story. You've never told me that. Okay, so anyway, we get down there, we're singing. We actually learned songs in Spanish, which was kind of cool. So we would do like concerts at night and, uh, and then during the day, um, we did some things like we went into schools and we had some kind of like music camps that we were putting on, but there was also a lot of free time because most of the stuff that we were doing was in the evenings. And so during the day, a lot of free time, got to see the country, beautiful place. We went to a volcano, went to the beach, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, but one of the days that we just didn't really have much going on, the missionary that we were working with, uh, he reached out and contacted us and said that there was a soccer tournament that was going on across the street where we were going to sing our concert that night. And so he asked if we would like to go to this soccer tournament. So a lot of us guys, big soccer fans, there were actually, I mentioned 11, but there were actually five of us that played college soccer. So six, not soccer. Mm. Five, soccer. Y'all are outnumbered. Six, really not soccer <laughs> no they were uh they were good dudes good athletes too so yeah. sort of some of them um but anyway uh so we were like yeah we'd love to go watch these this soccer tournament because if you know anything about the rest of the world and 30 years ago american soccer not so great the rest of the world really really, really great yes yeah. um so we were like oh yeah let's go watch some good soccer and um he said, no, 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 I'm not actually not wa- asking you guys to come watch it. Uh, we need you to play in this tournament. So that was a little comical because if you remember, the story is about choir boys. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and their and, choir 
uniform or what oh, their choir we clothes. Did, well, yes, we did not have choir uniforms. We were pretty hip back there. We oh, just had, goodness. We just had t-shirts, you know. We weren't <laughs> that type of choir. Uh, but anyway, um, but we did not have soccer uniforms, that's for no. sure. And we also uh, didn't have cleats. We didn't have shin guards. Um, but we were like, oh yeah, this would be fun. I mean, what could go wrong, you know? And so we come to find out that there's this big regional men's soccer tournament and it's taking place right across the street from the church where we're going to be singing. And one of the vans bringing a team had broken down. And so they were one team short of this tournament and they thought, you know what? We heard there's some Americans that are going to be singing, so surely that's an easy dub. Yeah. And let's bring them into the tournament, and we'll get a quick win, knock them out of the tournament, and there we go. And so, Which is exactly what happened. I'm uh, just kidding. I'm going to go with no. And uh, <laughs> so we load up on the bus, and all the girls are making fun of us because they're like, y'all are about to get absolutely destroyed. And we're like, yeah, probably so, but it's going to be fun. So we get off the bus and we realize this is a serious deal. These people, I mean, these other teams, they're like decked out. They're uniforms. They got the uniforms, obviously cleats, shin guards. They got fans there and stuff. And we get off and we've got khaki shorts on and whatever tennis shoes we could come up with and T-shirts. We... We look like redneck America coming to Costa Rica. And so we got out there, played the first game, and, uh, hey, let's see how well you actually know this story. What was the score of that first game? Oh, goodness. Oh, I'm so disappointed in you. I want to say, like, I want to say 4-1. Oh, you're so off. We won 7-2. We absolutely Mm. destroyed those guys. And so uh, we won, and we advanced, and we kept winning. And we ended up uh, making it to the finals of this tournament. Mm. So uh, what we realized, though, was there were lots of people that were gathering around watching. Uh, We were sort of in a neighborhood, and there were people that were, like, even up on rooftops and stuff. It was pretty cool because everybody wanted to watch the gringos, wanted to watch the Americans play some soccer. So we get out there in the finals always tell this part of the story because I promised we would have come back and won, but at halftime we were losing two to nothing and we had to stop the game to go sing in the concert. So, very embarrassing. Uh, but um, that was the day, though, that God really changed a lot about the trajectory of my life. And so, on the field that day, there was a, we were playing against this team of high school and college-age players. They were very good players uh, in the finals. And there was this one guy that was on the team with them, and he wasn't very good, and he was a whole lot older. Um, and if you're listening, Ben, I, look, <laughs> I, you and I both know that our soccer level compared to the rest of the people we were on the field with was probably not that great. <laughs> so I'm not just bashing on you. But anyway, uh, what a wonderful um, thing that God did to put us on the field together. So Ben, who I've already mentioned his name, he comes over after the game, and he says, this is incredible. Look at all of these people that are here watching. Well, come to find out, he was the sports evangelist for uh, Costa Rica and had been sent there by the International Mission Board to do some mission work. And part of his responsibility uh, was this youth team that he was a part of, this college and youth players, and he was discipling them. And it was it was incredible what he was doing. But he said, hey, why don't you guys come back, bring a real team 
and uh, let's do sports evangelism and soccer and tell people about Jesus while you're playing. And so, so that was the beginning of Bria because within three months we had put our first the first team together, had picked the name, which Bria is the Spanish word for shine, and um, we went back down to Costa Rica and had an incredible experience of playing playing soccer for a week and uh, doing camps and clinics and telling people about Jesus. We actually also did some singing while we were there, just soccer mm-hmm. soccer boys, uh, because it was a great way to attract people to come to church. We'd go out there and uh, beat the snot out of them on the <laughs> soccer field and then say, hey, come to church, we're going to sing, and they would show up. Uh, so it was really cool. But you know, that just sort of jump-started everything for us, and over uh, the next few years, God just began to show me this vision for how uh, I could reach people through the game of soccer, and so Bria Soccer Ministries was formed, and it has uh, transformed in lots of different ways over the years, and here we are, almost 30 years later, and we're still going strong. Yeah, and I, I mean, obviously, I've heard that story a, a lot. Well, you didn't listen very well if you didn't know the score. You probably never told me. Oh, that. I tell it every time I tell the story. Who wouldn't want to tell about seven to two smashing on your first game? I don't know. Okay. But but I did just sit there and I smiled through the entire thing and I was laughing because I knew what was coming. I knew that you were going to say that y'all would have come back, which you probably wouldn't have, by the way. I almost changed the plot of the story just so you wouldn't know it was coming up, but I didn't think that would be very honest mm-hmm. or ethical at mm-hmm. this point. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> I, I would have probably stopped you and been like, you've never said that. <laughs> but we uh, won the finals. 8-0. Yeah. And, and then everybody and the president came. showed up to the game. <laughs> the president and, of Costa Rica. And gave us the trophy and invited us back. And yeah, it didn't happen that way. No, y'all lost. Yeah, we lost. It's okay. Okay. Because what you have now gotten from that experience is just incredible. Um, But I do want you to tell a little bit about how the USL2, um, well, formerly PDL, I guess is what it would have Mm -hmm. been when y'all started. Um, Just kind of how that came to be. Yeah, so those first, um, probably the first decade, really, that we were um, a ministry, we did a lot of international mission trips. So we went on a lot of soccer um, soccer trips, just like the Costa Rica trip. We did a lot of soccer camps. We were doing 15 to 20 camps every summer, and we were playing in a lot of matches. And as we got older and kind of stopped playing real competitively, uh, we just felt God kind of shifting uh, some of our thoughts and our vision for the ministry. And, you know, there was a lot of other stuff that was taking place as far as just the the way that camps were changing at the time. It was becoming much more of a babysitting service. And, you know, we just weren't real thrilled with some of those things. And so God just laid it on our heart and he said, you know, hey, instead of you guys going to the world, let's bring the world to us. Mm-hmm. And so in 2007, we were able to um, get a franchise in what was, like you said, formerly called the PDL, and now it is USL2. And so it's basically the fourth division, uh, pre-professional soccer, but the fourth division of the of the pyramid of professional soccer in the United States. And so we started that team in 2007, and it was the goal was to have a higher profile team, uh, but also an opportunity to bring in players uh, from all over the world so that they could live with us and be a part of our ministry, doing ministry, but also being discipled and learning what it means to be 
a follower of Christ mm-hmm. and just exposing them to the gospel uh, for about a three to four month time period. And then we just send them back out into the world. And so that is sort of the how the the USL2 part came about. And so we've been in the league now since 2007. Mm-hmm. I was one <laughs> when Bria was started. So I have been around the USL2, formerly PDL, uh, team for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it I don't remember. But there have been some life-changing moments throughout these years. Um, and we, we talk about it often. Um, it doesn't happen every summer that somebody's radically, um, changed, but we always just look at it and we know that we have planted the seeds Mm. of just what it looks like to be, um, a godly man, um, from how you role model and, um, just a family that is loving and caring to them. These guys are over at our house, like Mm. all the time. Um, all the time. Like I see these guys during the summer, probably every single day. Um, and it's just been incredible to be a part of. Um, but do you have a specific story in mind of, 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 um, of life change? Well, I think that, I mean, that really is a lot of what our whole podcast is going to be about. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's trying to identify some of these players and these stories that, um, you know, it was, it was such an impact on their lives that now, you know, wherever they are in the world, that the foundation that was sort of laid through their experience with Bria, it has carried on through mm-hmm. all of these years. And, you know, I think that it would be really hard to tell, um, you know, a, a story of someone's life change without talking about Scott Lucky. And part of the reason why I always mention him is not just because of what happened to him while he was with us, but now the impact that he's making all of these years later. So Scott Lucky was a player that came to us. He, um, I think he was actually from California, so nowhere near us. <laughs> and uh, he was playing um, college soccer, though, a little closer to us uh, somewhere. And we brought him in, and this was back in 2010, 2011, somewhere around in there. And hopefully we'll have a chance to have him on our podcast, which would be incredible. But mm-hmm. um, he got really close to our chaplain that summer, and uh, just just really life-changing. He came here without much knowledge at all of what it meant to be a believer in Christ, and um, we ended up baptizing him in a swimming pool um, at the end of the summer, and he met his future wife um, around here and sort of kept the the connection to the area, and he ended up coming back here and going to seminary, I went to a Bible college um, for a master's degree, and he is actually now the senior pastor of a local church right here in our community. And every now and then, people will come up to me and tell me, thank you. (laughs) And I'm like, what? And they're like, we love our pastor, and he wouldn't be here if it wasn't uh, for you guys. And I just think that's that's just an incredible story, and not because of what happened yes because of what happened while he was here but even more so the impact that he's having on this community and on people's lives um it's just ongoing yeah i mean that's it that's what we're trying to do Mm. every summer uh it's what we're trying to do now just inspire 
um, whoever is listening to use their platform. Um, and I just love that I've gotten to be a part of it and um, I'm even getting to become a bigger part of what's going on here. And um, the past two summers that I've really, really been involved have been incredible and just can't wait for more. Yeah, and I want to say this, you know, as people are kind of listening to this for the first time, um, you know, people are, um, you know, we haven't, if you're listening to this one and you haven't haven't already, you know, there's going to be others that are, that are past this that are going to be interviews and things like that with other people. And we know how podcasts work. Don't know when you're actually listening to this one, if you're listening to them in order. Um, but what I would also uh, love to throw out there is if you're listening to this and you're like uh, one of our former players or you have some sort of a connection uh, to Bria and you would like to tell your faith story on, oh, yeah. on here, reach we, out. Yeah, reach out to us because you know, we, we keep up with um, players and coaches and, uh, and other people that have been impacted by the ministry of Bria, um, even overseas, uh, which is crazy. Yeah. But we, and we keep up with a lot of them, but there's so many stories that we have no idea, you know, mm-hmm. and we would love to hear those because they would, they would inspire us and encourage us to continue on yeah. doing what we're doing. And so, yeah, so that's just kind of the open invitation. And here's the other thing. This is not going to all be about people related to the ministry of Bria. So we just want to say, um, you know, if you know of a, of a fate story or you know of a professional soccer player that's out there that has an incredible testimony or a story of their faith journey and how it intersects, we'd love to know about that. So please feel free to reach out to us. All right, anything you want to say in closing before we wrap up the the very first episode of Faith in Football? I, I do have one thing. I actually do. Um, first of all, I'm so glad that we're doing this. But second of all, everything that you said today, I got to experience when we went back to Costa Rica. Mm. And it was cool because we went to the field where the finals was. Yeah. And we literally walked the entire field. And That's right. And it was it was mind blowing to, to go back and see it. And so, I don't know. I just thought that was cool that, um, you've been talking about it for all 17 years of my life, Mm -hmm. literally all 17 years. And I got to go back and experience it and I can't wait to do more down there. Yeah. And our host, uh, obviously was, uh, was Alan Sanchez, who is running our now running our Bria Costa Rica ministry. Mm -hmm. And he was on the field, uh, playing against yeah, us right. on the day that that we played in the finals of that game, he that's was right. 16 years old, and uh, so it's just amazing how God works and how God moves, and what He can do in people's lives. And I think that that's what's so great about the sport of soccer is that it just builds relationships, and through mm-hmm. those relationships, lives can be impacted and changed. And so that's what we're all about. All right. Well, hey, we're gonna sign off, but we would love for you to continue tuning in. Uh, we'll keep putting out uh, interviews and, um, and other great stories that should inspire you and hopefully will inspire you to use your platform to share your faith wherever you are. So we'll look forward to seeing you next time.